Aloha and welcome to Flourishing and Clueless with Ray and Dan. How you doing? Good. Amazing. <laughs> like I said, every I, single every, time. And I don't know how to, what to say to you. I don't know. But like, how are we supposed to start it? Like, how are you? Hello and welcome. This is. Uh, welcome back to our podcast. I don't know. I feel like it works though. It does. I just, I think you're doing the right thing. I just don't know how to, I just always say like, good. Good. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I'm okay. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're surviving. I mean, you're very much aware of how I am. <laughs> I it's not like we talk every single day exactly. or anything. All day. Yeah. From the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep. You make it sound like it's a bad thing. It's not, but it is true. Mm. I Like, it is genuinely true. <laughs> like, we yesterday I messaged her at, like, 6 or something. Oh, yeah, like 6. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was asleep, um, but I messaged her to give her an update. So I'd woken up really early yesterday and... I just basically messaged her to tell her I wasn't constipated anymore. <laughs> I just needed her to know that before she woke up. And, you know, that was the first thing I woke up to. Which is great. great news. Mm. Anyway. So, mm. um, last week's ep, <laughs> we're, we're pretty, you know, I hope you enjoyed. I don't, yeah, I don't know what, what it was. Do, what do we say? I don't know. You know, we can't unpack it. Yeah. I think we're not going to do a... I feel like we won't do a recap like we normally do. It's just mm-hmm. like it happened. You yeah. you's witnessed it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of just leave it at that. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> man, oh. what good podcast is We're like, here you go. Here's a steaming pile of shit. Um, hey. so- <laughs> the Dan edition of the steaming pile of shit. Thank you very much. I'd love to break up with you now. Oh, divorce. <laughs> this is the that... end of flourishing and close. Divorce isn't that easy, <laughs> sweetie. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, there you go. The episode happened. We hope you've enjoyed it. Ray will be groveling for the rest of the day. Oh no no no! You let's not even go to groveling. I'm sorry. Did you record anything? You. Let's not do that. You still owe me. For what? Do you really want me to tell the people? Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Our conversation where you owe me the coffee and the fudge. Think back to last week, working day, in the middle of the day. Why do I? Dan threw some insults at me. Oh, no. Do you remember? I remember the coffee and fudge. I don't remember why, though. Well, it was it was like she said one thing and I was like, that's fucking rude. <laughs> and then she repeated it again. And I was like, okay, so now you mean it. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, all right. Um, so we could call it even <laughs> if you want. Sure. Okay. We're even, we're starting from the bottom. We're starting from the bottom. Clean slate. Yeah, not the bottom. At least the middle. <laughs> <Okay>. Fuck. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, so I think we'll just jump into today's Today. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are we going to talk about? Today we're talking all things thyself. We're talking mm. self-love, self-care, self-awareness, mm. self 
pleasure. I don't know. At all. At all. Everything. Everything. Amazing. Everything that encompasses you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we thought we'd at least try and, and share some information. Yeah. Some wisdom. Yeah. We're just, I guess, observations. Yeah. We're in our mid-20s, so you could say that we've lived a bit of life. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, though, because, like, mid-20s, it's We've still... still got plenty to go. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. No. Um, it's the earlier, like, you know, it's definitely the the earlier end of the mid-20s, but... Oh, I remember what I said to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that just yeah, that triggered the yeah. The good. Memory. I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did. Okay, we're even. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that you said it once. It's that she said it, and then I reacted, and then she literally just said it in a meaner way the second time, and I was like, "You fucking bitch." <laughs> so we're even. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, All so right. that's what our topic is for today. Yes. Um. I think we can just go right into it. Yeah. yeah? Shall we start off with what um, we currently do for self-care? Yeah. So do you want to start off? Okay. What, what, what sort of things do you do for your self-care moments when, yeah. you, when you need a little bit of a, no, I need to take a step back. Mm-hmm. It's time for me. What am I going to do? What is I think, do? I w- honestly think that me and you are probably similar in in that kind of sense yeah so for me like the main thing is being alone it doesn't Mm. matter whether I'm frustrated stressed anxious like it doesn't matter the reason why but if I'm like oh my gosh okay I just need a moment to myself I need to like recheck with Ray see how Ray's doing Mm -hmm. I find that being alone is the easiest way to do that Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's literally just like being alone at the gym with headphones on mm-hmm. or being alone at home, it's not necessarily doing anything. It's just getting in your own space. Yeah. yeah. And not, and just like just being present without other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like people that much. So, yeah. No, I, I would say that's like the main thing yeah and then there's like little I guess activities if you will that for me I feel like they kind of like boost up my energy mm-hmm. like they recharge so one is definitely the gym mm-hmm. um because it, I, I hold a lot of stuff in so mm-hmm. I just like if I want to cry I don't cry I like do stuff like clean or like build something or go to the gym yeah. so that's what I would do. Um, loves a book. Mm. Yeah. Which me and Dan, I mean, she mm. certainly, I mean, I'll let her talk to that, but mm. she certainly, um, I mean, at this point she's got a, se- a separate business, which is book buying. Um, That's where all my money goes uh, currently. <laughs> but yeah, I love a book, whether it's just like reading a book for entertainment sort of thing, or whether mm. it's like reading something to learn just I don't know, getting out of your head. Yeah. Right? It's a real, like, escapism and, yeah. and getting so, like, into the story that yeah. you don't have to kind of think about what's going on around you or worry about exactly. what might be happening or, you know. But in a, but it's not, it's like, escaping to the extreme where, like, you're mm. packing your shit and moving, <laughs> you know, so it's that nice little balance. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I guess, like, I would say I'm pretty simple, like, mm-hmm. just getting a coffee. Mm. 
Like sometimes if I'm just like, oh my God, I need to get out of my house for a second, I'll literally just go down the road and get a coffee and then come home and then I have my coffee and, uh, you know, like that to me is enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not the type of person where, like, I know a lot of people go be with their family, I guess. Yeah. But for me, being alone is the best thing. Yeah. Um. So those are like my main. <laughs> my foot's gone. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Just readjusting. So that I would say those are like my main things. Um. But what about you, Dan? Um, I'm pretty similar. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I get when I get too. Um, like overwhelmed or overstimulated or um, anything like that, then I have to like take a step back and just breathe a bit, I guess, like have my own space and my room's become my little zen den, I call Mm -hmm. it. So if I need to just have a moment, it's chill out in my room, reading a book. Um, I feel like I've, got this routinely self-care going which is like your skincare at nighttime oh like your, gosh, your yes. nighttime routine before you go to bed and like if I don't do that then it feels weird like yeah. it's become such a routine thing now and it's if I don't do that then it's all, all out of work. I find those routines though like I think the thing with skincare besides the fact that we're trying to age backwards um <laughs> but like I think the thing with that is you do it you know the same time each day Mm. you know it may fluctuate but it's usually before bed or after a shower Mm -hmm. you know or when you wake up before you leave your house and I think the reason why like so many people get so into it Mm. is because it like it's that grounding thing like you can have the most mental day in the world or like the calmest it doesn't matter a traumatic day Mm -hmm. but it's the same thing you do it like grounds you and it's like okay this is my thing that I do before I hop into my bed and I'm mm-hmm. gonna chill out mm-hmm. and like you need that grounding mm-hmm. thing each day regardless of what happens like even if you have literally the worst day in the world yeah exactly and it's like this routine that you're like I'm looking after my skin mm-hmm. I'm looking after my body I'm doing all of this stuff and it's it is it really is that routine kind of chill out yeah winding down for the day yeah kind of thing which we love. We love. We love. We love skincare, you guys. Mm. And and not in the good way. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a good way to love it and then there's like a, a bankrupt way to love it. Yeah. But also we don't really care. No. We just we just acknowledge that yeah. we're on the extreme scale of skincare. Exactly. But we don't actually give a fuck and we have no certainly no plans of stopping. Yeah. It's like I just showed Ray my because we're currently um out of my parents' house. I'm house sitting, I guess, while yeah. they're away. And whenever I go anywhere It's a whole <laughs> my skincare is like the like the biggest part of my packing. Yeah. And it's like got the, all the five different serums and yeah. the facial oil and the moisturizer and the mm-hmm. sunscreen and the eye cream. That eye cream I got. Is it so good? Amazing. I was actually looking at that, getting that scrub mm-hmm. when I told, messaged you last night saying I wanted to go shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was looking at getting that scrub. You should get the eye cream. Okay. That's good. Um, By the brand Taylor Skincare. Love it. Love Amazing. It. And it's got like a little like thing like oh, ceramic this, tip yes. thing so when you put it on it's like cool oh. amazing and my under eyes have never felt so hydrated that's so good because you know what though I do love that because of my allergies and stuff like mm. I get really dark 
and puffy eyes. Mm, yeah. So like eye eye creams for me, honestly, like I actually need them because. Mm. And I feel like when you're doing your skincare, you never really go like nah. that far under your eyes, so nah. they kind of get left behind. Yeah. So it's so nice and like. Oh, we highly, love skincare. Highly recommend. We love skincare. We do. So yeah, skincare, that kind of thing. I love stretching before bed. That's oh another God. thing. Yeah. Like just stretching out the legs, stretching out the arms, stretching out the body. Yeah. And just like feeling, you just feel much more like calm or mm-hmm. at peace before you like get into bed. I do a good muscle roller. So I have this, I have a few different types of devices. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Do tell. Those two. Those two. Um, so this one I use, it's like on a handle and it has two rollers that have these plastic like points. They're not sharp. Right. You roll it deep into your muscles. It does hurt, which I, you know, I kind of. No pain, no gain. No, no yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I, that's Danny's um, name for like on all my stuff is no pain no gain because <laughs> um, it's her last name yeah. anyway I don't know if they would have got that well they probably would have anyway so I like to do that it's I guess it's similar to stretching but it's like the painful version yeah. but it's so good like I it releases all of that acid yes. build up in your muscles and you just I feel so less tight and I'm such a tightly wound person <laughs> yeah um because I just bottle everything up mm-hmm. um you know what i want one of those like guns that wait, are, like, real... no, they're so good have you had one yeah <gasps> i need one. Oh my god they're just amazing. like right in your neck like oh <laughs> jesus it's so good i need one yeah so i think we're pretty similar in terms of the things that we we i think we both get pretty overstimulated Oh, yeah. With people and noise. Like, we always talk about this, but I think that's probably why we like our alone time so much is, like, for me, noise is, like, a over... It really overstimulates me. And then once that happens, like, things like smell overstimulates Mm. me. But I don't know if that's the brain damage. (laughs) Like, I genuinely (laughs) don't know. Could be. Because I can't remember before. Well, because of the brain damage. I do have um, a little bit of brain damage every, which is like I'm fine, obviously, like I'm fine now. Yeah. But like I, I genuinely um had had brain damage <laughs> because of um no oxygen to my brain for a long period of time, mm-hmm. um like twelve years ago. But anyway, so I don't know if it's that, but I've never, I've always been, regardless, even when I was little, yeah that's just I've always just gone to be by myself like I think probably more than most people yeah you know what my favorite thing to do when I was little when I would get like just overwhelmed and stuff or like just like oh my god I just don't I just need to be by myself as I would go get the scissors and I would trim around the um the like the footpath and stuff like the the grass. grass I don't know why I just so love doing that. That was not where I thought that story was going to go. <laughs> just grab the scissors and cut my mum's house to pieces. Yeah. Um, no, I just found it so – and I would do it okay. for, like, hours. Yeah. Even when I was a teenager. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But my mum's a gardener. Right. And, like, so I, I guess, I don't know, it's just, like, a thing. It's just, like, you see her doing it, you're like, Ooh. 
Yeah, so I'd just, I'd go, well, she never did it with a fucking scissors. Yeah. Like, that was a bit fucking weird, honestly. Yeah. Like, if we're going to be serious, it was a bit cuckoo. But, you know, it's like a methodical, like, yeah. you're just like, mm-hmm. And it's so repetitive. Yeah. But, like, you're doing something, and at the end of it, like, you see a visual difference. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so nice. And I guess I just did it, I think, I don't know if I had to do it once as a punishment, and it, I enjoyed just, it. Just yeah. <laughs> Every punishment I had as a kid, I somehow got, like, enjoyment out of. Oh. And I would like just continue it and then yeah. my parents like well we just can't growl her anymore because like it doesn't matter what we fucking <laughs> what if, what if she's we gonna, into, she'll love she's it. gonna think it's fun but yeah so I think like little things like that even when I was little being alone and just doing even such a dumb mundane task yeah I feel like when you're someone that gets overstimulated mm-hmm. you just it's again it's just like grounding yourself it's yeah. like you need to do things where you're not necessarily thinking but it's like calming you or it's yeah. making you feel good or what whatever whatever yeah because when you get overstimulated you just like keep rising and you're like oh. yeah whereas that sort of thing would kind of bring you back down uh-huh. like back to the bottom just settled uh-huh. all that sort of thing. exactly so it makes sense yeah. yeah yeah it's also like social situations for me Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like when there's too much going on or uh-huh. like things happen I just like shut down and I'm just like, it's like <laughs> yeah the lights are on no one's on yeah literally yeah and it's just like my brain's just like nope you, you don't like what's going on like it's not happening so yeah. you just kind of shut off and um go quiet and stuff like so I'm like I'm like on one end or I'm on the other end yeah so I'm like yeah fuck we're having a fabulous time or we're uh, fucking not, we are not having a great yeah. time and yeah it's like just retreating to I guess if you can't escape the situation then it's like just retreating inside or uh-huh. retreating to like my room or whatever yeah yeah you're like that as well I'm eh? like that as well <laughs> I'm pretty yeah I think the extremes yeah it's like I just feel like that line once it, it that line of being overstimulated and like for some people it's emotionally I think for us it's more socially but I think yeah. for some people it's like when you get overstimulated emotionally yeah. meaning something's either too good or too bad like that you have the extreme and emotions mm-hmm. um it's it's once you cross that very thin line it's like it is you have to come all the way back down I feel like to mm-hmm. be able to just like reassess yeah and like readjust yourself yeah definitely and it's like one thing or the other and you're like up above and then you're like (laughs) way down yeah I just remember like last week at work Mm -hmm. and it was just like (laughs) way too much and like every day it would just get worse and worse and I was just like like I need to breathe I feel like I'm like drowning like there's so much going on and I would just yeah so and I'd have to go outside and just reset. And Which is stop. fine, though. I feel like mm. that's the thing. It's like you, if you if you feel any of those things, like mm. just sometimes just taking a step aside mm. is what is needed. Mm. Like I think the biggest thing for me that overstimulates me is in my normal life, like I guess outside of the podcast yeah. and recording, I don't really say that much unless I'm on a high and then like I can converse with people like quite a lot but other than that I don't really communicate so I can go a whole day without saying a single word to people yeah um but so I guess for me I typically get really overstimulated in my head yeah so I can do 20 different things at once and do them really well but then if someone asks like if 
it's usually my family, you know, at work, obviously, like there's certain, I guess, principles. <laughs> usually my family, they will um, like just ask me a random question. To them, I will look cool, calm and collected mm-hmm. and like all good. But in my head, I'm currently literally doing 20 different things at once. And yeah. it's that question that will just like overstimulate me. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, also when there's a lot of chaos, like a lot of people talking, a lot of loud noises, that's like similar to what you said at work. Like that also was like, it's just how does your brain decipher all these different things and make sense of it and still be able to react to it without being cuckoo cocoa pot. Yeah, and like losing your shit. Yeah. (laughs) I would say the one thing that doesn't tend to overstimulate me, um, if someone's like crying to me one-on-one, that could kind of like send me, like I won't go, like it doesn't overstimulate me, but I will be in my head being like, okay, this is what you're meant to do, Raylene. Don't don't be fucking, don't be weird. So you overthink it. Yeah, but, like, if it's a really huge, like, I mean, not to take it to a dark place, but, like, if it's a death or, like, something really intense, yeah. um, I can deal with that fine. Yeah. Like, not a problem. Because you're, like, a problem solver. Yeah, so or I like just a, go straight yeah. into, like. What do we need to do? Yeah. How do we with this yeah yeah so it's dealing with the actual emotional side yeah like fuck that (laughs) yeah i can fix the situation and then if i need to deal with the emotional side i'll go work out or something yeah or i'll just like clean yeah clean i'll cry at the drop of a hat yeah oh my god that book yesterday i know (laughs) (laughs) i read this book yesterday and i i'm a big reader like read all the time Mm -hmm. and recently i've been reading but i don't really have enough time to just sit down and read for like an extended period of time which i would love to be able to do but i just haven't had the time and so yesterday i had no plans and i i brought two books out here to read i got through it in about four hours yeah and oh my god i cried like three times she messaged me and she goes I finished my book. Like I read the whole thing today and I was like, oh, amazing. How was it? And she just sends me a picture of her bawling her eyes out. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was good. I've realized what I've realized with Dan is that like when she's, when I get a picture of her crying nine times out of 10, it's not out of sadness. Yeah. Um, although it, to me it looks very sad, <laughs> but that's what I've realized. Like, oh my God, what's happened? Yeah. So like, even when I was like, give me a brief synopsis of the book mm-hmm. and then, yeah. Anyway, so I was like, are you okay? She goes, not really. But I was like, in a good way though. And she's like, absolutely. <laughs> so I've like learned the stuff, Yeah. you know, cause normally I'd see people crying and I'm like, oh, you're sad. Yeah. But she wasn't. I don't know. I also don't know if I'd ever actually send a pic if I was, like, crying because I was sad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, this is what's happened. Yeah. Like, I, because of you this just book tell... or whatever. Yeah. But if I was crying because I was, like, sad because of a situation. I mean, it might. It would depend. Yeah. I think normally you'll just tell me, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm feeling this type of way because yeah. this thing happened. Yeah. But you wouldn't actually, like, send me, like, yeah. a snotty nose picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'll do it next time. <laughs> and then you because it confuses me though because she does she does she'll message me and she'll go (laughs) she'll be like i i just feel like i want to cry and i'm like oh no what's wrong and she's she'll like 
I don't know, I'd be watching something on TV and it's like, to me, it's so, I'm like, I don't know why you want to cry to that. <laughs> and I just, I've, I had to, I've learned to just ask enough questions until I understand. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, okay, doesn't mean I know what to say, but I'm yeah. just like, okay, at least I understand why. But yeah, it was like the other day, it was like, she saw something on yes. TV in a random book, but it was because good. Last, last I week I just felt like, felt it in my chest kind of thing. Like I was like, I just feel like I need to have a good cry. Like, mm. I just feel like that'll quite clear things out. Like I had like blockages in, in my like mental, you know, <laughs> you look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I get, I it wasn't like I was sad. It was just like I feel like there was things in my brain or like my chest. Like yeah. when you just get these blockages and you're like, I just need to clear things out. And so like I feel flame? like I need Yeah, but like emotional things. Okay. <laughs> Not like actual like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that didn't mean to sound so aggressive. <laughs> I felt like I needed to cry and then I think I was reading a book at the time oh yeah I was finishing my other book (laughs) oh my god this is so but like I didn't cry but I felt like I needed to cry when Uh I read that and then I was watching a tv show and I was like okay I think I need to cry now but it wasn't like a sad sad thing it was just like it just felt like it needed to happen right you know yeah because like I know I'm an emotional person Mm. I'm very self-aware about that yeah but sometimes you just need to it's like your brain is like okay clear some stuff out Mm. and you feel fresh again okay you know what i mean yeah Hmm. i can dig it yeah i yeah i'm pretty self-aware i know that i'm not an emotional person (laughs) yeah but i've learned to ask questions yeah so i can at least try and understand why you're upset rather than just being like oh you're sad yeah something bad's happened or you're upset or frustrated i'm like oh and like anything (laughs) sometimes i'll just get a message like i want to cry and i'm like okay (laughs) that's all right it's okay yeah cry is normal yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) to most people (laughs) actually not to most people i don't think many people are okay with crying. no I don't think a lot of people are okay with crying but I no. think I think the the thing is is that there are some people who are self-aware they are I wouldn't say emotional they're just in touch with their emotions that's yeah. what it is being yeah. emotional like every human being is emotional mm. like it just looks differently yeah um so I think that number is less, like the people that are self-aware and in touch with their emotions. Yeah. And then I think that the larger percentage of people are, I'd say in touch, but they don't, they, like, I would say it's probably more common for people to wait until there's a reason rather yeah. than being like, oh, I just feel like I'm holding on to some stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to have a fat fucking cry. Yeah. So I feel like that's the thing, which I would say is still pretty in touch. Like something happens, you, your your body, I guess, knows to get like the emotions out, whether yeah. it be sadness, anger, happiness, whatever. And then there's fucking fucktards like me <laughs> it's, who just don't. don't ever. I don't know if I've ever seen you cry. Um, I don't think I have. Nah. I think... I honestly, I don't think you've seen me cry. I think Hazel's seen one tear once. Yeah. Once. Once. <laughs> um, 
I think, oh, the last time I cried was that family thing we've been going through, the mm-hmm. whole COVID thing. Yeah. And I cried to my mum and my mum, like, it, I felt so bad. It was like a whole thing afterwards. Like, my mum just was like, it's okay. We had this family situation because whatever. And um, I just was like, this is fucked. And so I was on the phone to my mum and I just cried mm. which I was like <laughs> and then my partner was like oh my god like he freaked out and then he says to my mum like oh now she's fucking crying not in a mean way to me but like in a way like that's how bad the situation is yeah like just sort of thing a measure. yeah and so he was pissed off because the situation happened and to the point like he knew like this is really bad mm. um and so I was on the phone to my mom and then I like let out a few tears and then the rest of it was more just not yelling but like very aggro tone of communication yeah <laughs> and my mom for a whole week like my mom it just not fucked her up that sounds dramatic sorry that's just my lingo but like (laughs) for the whole week my mum just held on to it she called her sisters straight away and was like my baby and like had a breakdown to them because I don't cry yeah my mum and like family don't know how to handle it yeah and then literally five days later my mum who's very in touch with her emotions Mm -hmm. um she was so upset like she just let it all out and she had been holding it in because she was yeah yeah so I think that was the last time I cried but before then like I don't know it happens every like four or five years usually (laughs) yeah and then you're friends with me and uh, I'm just yeah (laughs) but at least now I'm like it doesn't piss me off like Mm. there was a period where I just I thought emotions were a waste of people's energy yeah um but because I didn't understand Mm -hmm. whereas now it doesn't piss me off Mm -hmm. um anyway anyway we're gonna let's just leave that at that because i'm fucked and we all know it so who really cares um let's have a quick break okay and then be back soon okay baby Bye. welcome back welcome back um oh sorry i keep taking screenshots but i'm trying to lock my phone we're doing a podcast. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> so the I guess we've kind of rambled for the first part. Mm-hmm. Um, so Basically, I, I'm in tune with my emotions and Ray is. Hey, no, I'm in tune, <laughs> just in a different... Different way. I just don't need to out... I guess it's just like my outlets are different. Yeah. Yeah. If something really bad happens, I'm your person to call. It yeah. doesn't matter how fucking nuts it is, you guys. Yeah. She'll be able to I'll, steer yeah. the ship yeah. through the waters. Yeah. yeah. I will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whereas I guess just it's okay to express yourself differently. Yeah. You just have to be self-aware and that means you have to be able to understand like the way you are compared not compared to others but it helps you understand the way other people are and some people like me whereas you would previously get frustrated with the way that others express themselves Mm. because it's like oh it's so abrasive or Mm -hmm. it's just so angry or so many tears yeah it's like um, not having expectations yeah, that other people will react to things yeah, the same way that you do. Exactly. We're all fucking different. Yeah, we're all 
no one is the same everyone yeah. is their own individual soul and body yeah. and everything yeah and we should not have any expectations as to what other people how people should react how unless they're should... being like if they're being fucking cuckoo yeah. Like there is, I guess, some There's boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. don't you can't just be like that's just how they express themselves yeah. if they're like smashing a car. Like yeah. no, they're yeah. being fucking dicks. No. Yeah. But you know, I guess like in terms of the communication and mm. the outlet of emotions, like we all kind of do it differently. Mm. I just simply choose not to outlet yeah. them. And like us being friends can help us both understand yeah how other people react because we're very different in that way yeah we're very different in that way but we don't well I mean I can speak for myself like it doesn't frustrate me upset me whatever when Dan reacts the way that she does to situations yeah um so you know like I guess in that regard it does help I mean I think with anything people tend to align themselves with people that are very similar in nature and thoughts but having people where I guess you know like the fundamentals you want to be aligned like if Mm. you believe in something and they really don't and it's a big deal then that's probably not going to work but Mm. like you know you don't all you don't need to be around clones of yourselves because we don't really learn much about others Mm, exactly and yeah you have to be self-aware but self-awareness is also about other people yeah um so yeah, you you don't learn as much as you can if you're just around a bunch of clones, mm-hmm. um, which like I, that sounded mean. <laughs> it wasn't a, you know. I just imagine like these clones, yeah. of, like these Barbie girls. Fuck that. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, any anywho, so that's it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> on that, I like that. so now we're going to i guess move into i've forgotten self-love 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 in the current day and age oh you guys it's a bit fucking it's a bit wild yeah really self-love i think is such an important thing Uh to how to word it like not to master but to be aware of. Understand. Yeah, understand. I... Understand yourself. Because if you don't understand yourself, then how can anyone else understand exactly. you? Or you understand anyone else or yeah. anything like that. So I think it's such a hard journey as well because you don't just automatically love yourself. No. Like we've been conditioned that we shouldn't yeah and we should find things that are wrong with us yeah you should always strive to be better which I agree but if the premise of being better is that you weren't enough to begin with then that's wrong and that's what we're conditioned to believe yeah sorry she's she (laughs) my eyes were just like oh god (laughs) she's smart you guys I, I I know I don't sound like it, but I I kind I am sometimes. But it's so true. Yeah, because we're never we're never enough. Oh, absolutely it's, there's always, not. There's always something more to aim for, something more to look like, or yeah, you should change this about yourself. And, yeah, or it'll make you more appealing, or you should do this. Don't be too do abrasive. This. Don't be yeah. too quiet. Yeah. You know, speak up for yourself, but don't speak up to the point yeah. where you're stepping on other people's toes. Mm, you're be, too emotional. You're not emotional enough. Yeah, be skinnier. Yeah. Have a bigger ass. Have longer hair. Have blonder hair. Mm-hmm. Have less wrinkles mm-hmm. have less freckles like the 
the list is endless. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think everything I said was very specific to women because I obviously can't speak on a man's behalf, yeah. even though I do genuinely feel like I'm part man, mm. which is so weird. Oh, well, you kind of are. I kind of am. <laughs> we all are. Well, yeah, me and Danny. Science. Got like, yeah, I, t- I do talk to Danny about this. Sometimes I have like a girl day and sometimes I have a boy day. Mm. And I just like, I it's just never somewhere in between where yeah. I'm, I'm either like Ray or Ray. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's for women and men, I guess there's some things that are similar, mm. some things that are different. So I guess we can only speak on behalf of like being a female. Yeah. But I feel like our list of things that need to continuously be improved, um, you know, based on what everyone says, mm-hmm. is just, like, monumental. Like, I, I couldn't even write the list. Mm-hmm. It's that big. Mm-hmm. If, if, if someone asked me to, I'd be like, where do I begin? I wouldn't be able to finish it. Yeah. And it's happened throughout, like, the many, 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 many years. There's yeah. always been this expectation of what – a woman should look like what a man should look yeah. like what they should be what they should do and all what that what their sort of milestones stuff. are yeah Get exactly fucked. exactly i'm one thing i hate more than anything mm-hmm. um, societal construct yeah it's just oh. if anyone says like oh don't you think as soon as you say that to me i'm gonna absolutely do everything in my power to not do that thing <laughs> yeah um I like I guess from like a family perspective my mm-hmm. dad is a Middle Eastern Catholic mm-hmm. um and <laughs> I just feel bad for him eh like <laughs> having the kids that he has mm-hmm. his kids is like fuck that sucks for you bro <laughs> honestly <laughs> I would say like I certainly challenge it in the way that nothing I've ever done is to intentionally challenge him. And I think that's the thing. Whereas my brother and sister, it's more like, you know, you go through the rebellious stage. Like we're very outspoken. Mm -hmm. My mum is a very strong, independent woman. Literally like that saying is my mum. She don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. at all. She don't care. Mm -hmm. And we love her for that. Um, She's, she's, for the people, by the people, yeah. you know. She should be the fucking prime minister. Um, sorry, Cindy. Uh, <laughs> love you, girl. Um, but, like, with my dad, there's obviously, like, with his background, there's a lot of different um, belief systems that he has. Yeah. And none of them, honestly, are that extreme, like, if I'm being honest, compared to a lot of other different cultures and religions. But mm. for me and my I guess even my siblings they're a lot I guess like they're not as extreme they are in different areas where they do it more in like one big event where it's like a defiance whereas right. my whole existence is just like <laughs> it's a it's it's not a big event it's like I just refuse yeah. to bend um but you know I guess the main things is like around marriage and children mm. um tattoos like body modifications Mm. and um the amount of swear words that I say is probably like me and my sister having a conversation in front of my dad oh it's (laughs) fucking great but you know so he has these beliefs which I feel like a lot of the beliefs do which is normal you know as parents you have your beliefs and all you could I guess as most people would think is they they try and pass those on to their kids I personally 
don't yeah. like I mean none of my beliefs or expectations there's things that are like very clear for my child good or bad but yeah. everything else I'm like you just find it out for yourself and yeah. if it's extreme or if it's impacting people then as uh, as your parent I'll guide you so I think for my dad though because I'm a girl like a lot of the things regarding marriage like those milestones that females are meant to hit yeah um having kids out of wedlock you know there's like all these things that are expected Mm. and I think the one thing I would say is like I've noticed that which the I have a point Mm. I've noticed that my dad he's still like he doesn't love it when I have a new tattoo you know what I mean he doesn't love it when I swear constantly Mm -hmm. um but he's he, like it's opened him up because yeah. I'm not rude in the way that I am I'm just like you were you have this belief system mm. but as a man it's not your job to tell me as a woman what I should be yeah and so he's like he's never been nasty about it he, he never shuns us like he gets would get a bit upset but he would get over it because we're still his kids mm-hmm. and so I've seen him over the years like the whole marriage thing like he doesn't even bring it up yeah. You know, because he's just realized like, okay, well, that's what I believe, but that doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah. Um, and like my go-to was like, well, until you can bleed out of your vagina, then I don't want to hear shit about what you think a female should say. And that's not to my dad. That's to every single male, mm-hmm. because I just feel like there's certain things that unless you experience that you can't talk on, like Absolutely. similar thing when people talk about like, um, discrimination mm-hmm. or like racism I'm like well unless you f- you are one of these people you can't actually sit there and say that you know the experience yes exactly um so that's kind of my whole thing so but in a lot of people I guess one they may not have the confidence or the self-awareness to be able to be like actually fuck your views yeah. not to be rude about it but like you know no that's just not right that may be what you think but I'm not gonna let your views kind of push me to yeah yeah yeah. and I think that's the thing with Mm self-awareness you have to be able to have that self-awareness about yourself who you are what you believe what you are what you mean in order to then have those conversations with other people and then self-love I think is like a, a repercussion of that absolutely you can't love yourself if you're constantly being the image of someone else's eyes. Exactly. And it's like parents who grow up thinking or wanting their kids to do exactly as they have yeah. done or, or the exactly in the path that they've followed mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And it's like, well, actually, they're a completely different person to you. Yeah. And they might be on the complete other end of the spectrum. Exactly. Like, you just can't really, I don't know, expect them to... I feel like do as you do yeah I think it's like as a parent I can say this as a parent it is not your job to control and dictate the outcome of your child's life it's your job to guide them to Mm -hmm. keep them healthy and safe Mm -hmm. and where you see that they are struggling to to help pick them back up so they can find their own path yeah like in terms of religion I, I guess that's the easiest topic. Like, yeah. I would, I never talk to my son. I would never talk to my son about my views. Mm. I let him find his, because he might be someone who is religious. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. That's on him, as long as he doesn't get extreme in anything that he believes. 
but I don't think it's a parent's job. Like, it's not my job to have my son grow up and be this version of what I want him to be, which is yeah. a successful man who has a family and makes lots of money and is very strong. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Just don't be a shit person yeah, and, and you'll you, be sweet. And you want to be there to, like, help and guide them. Yeah. But you want them to make their own decisions yeah, and you, make their own judgments and yeah. goals and, you know, everything like that about how they want to live their life. You're guiding them. Yeah at a point and they might have two paths to go down yeah both are good paths but only one of them aligns with what you believe as a person yeah do you choose the path that's going to make them happy or you choose the path that fits with your ideology mm-hmm. no you don't do that mm-hmm. to answer it for people yeah, yeah. don't do that you want them to be happy healthy and a good person and that's genuinely all that fucking matters because otherwise in 10 years time you're going to be the reason why they have no self-love why Mm -hmm. they feel miserable in their lives and if you're not self-aware you're not going to be able to take that ownership of your behavior and your actions and then you're just like creating this fucked up cycle for your kid yeah you know what i mean yeah like it it just is what it is don't be like that (laughs) honestly my mom's like she's never I would say she's got some old school viewpoints in yeah. some areas. Um, not that I disagree with, but they're just like their, I guess, her like set viewpoints. Yeah. But I don't think me and my mum have ever, ever, ever had an argument about anything where we've had opposing views. Yeah. And it's my, like she's allowed to have those views. Yeah. And you have yours. It never hurts. Like she yeah. might say, oh, but Bob. Yeah. But then she like would, she literally never ever tries to she never tries to force her opinions down any of our throats Mm. or try and be like no you need to do it this way I got married before I had kids like she don't give a fuck yeah she's like well be a good mother yeah and that's all I care about whether you have them now or at 95 Mm -hmm. um so I think that's what it is you like you know but if you don't have that self-awareness and know yourself then how are you going to be like, I don't actually like how these, whoever it may be, what society, what my family, what my friends, what my partner is trying to tell me who I need to be. And you're not going to be able to be like, actually, no, fuck that. Mm -hmm. You have to have that first. Um, My version of self-love, which I think for a lot of people looks differently. My version of self-love is I just don't do anything that I genuinely don't believe or I don't want to do. Not in a rude it's not a rude way but not in a defiant way where it's like well I don't want to do that so I'm not going to yeah like if I don't want to do the dishes but the dishes need to be done I'm going to fucking do them (laughs) yeah but I mean like no I that is against what I believe as a person yeah so I'm not going to do that yeah I also will not engage in arguments and disagreements about it to try and persuade other people that's another thing if you're genuinely self-aware it's it is not your job to change someone's viewpoint yeah but if you're self-aware in your thoughts and your beliefs then it's your job to I guess just set the boundaries for yourself Mm -hmm. and then be like okay those are my boundaries but I can still respect you as a person yeah absolutely so that's all to me is self-love because it's you know if you're doing things that don't make you happy, you're listening to other people's thoughts on you, mm-hmm. feeling the pressure, you're not loving yourself, you're not treating yourself good, you're just a token in everyone else's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what I've – I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah. So growing up, like, I would always be mm-hmm. kind of 
I wouldn't like do what people wanted me to do, but I wouldn't do things because I thought them they might not like it or they you, might not you didn't it's... want to rock the boat yeah i'm just like okay we're doing this or like You're someone just... doesn't want to talk to me or someone doesn't want to do this i'm like okay that's fine yeah and like i wouldn't say anything to kind of rock the boat no. or anything like that and it's only kind of in the last probably like this year has been quite monumental yeah in my own self-love journey um whereas it's like well actually no one else really matters what they think of me or what they think I should do or what you know they decide that I am yeah it's like I actually only answer to myself yes and I if I want to do this I'm going to do this and if if you know you're being a good person hmm. you're going to stick to what you think this is what I want to do this is who I want to be and no one else can say otherwise exactly and it's like okay if someone doesn't like the way I look well fuck them that's their problem it's not my problem that's literally their problem yeah literally that's and that's such a big thing that I've come to realize it's like okay this person they are acting like this or they're feeling like this um it's actually them it's Mm -hmm. not me yeah it's their reaction to it's usually their own insecurities exactly and it's like well this is just the way I am yeah so (laughs) I'm not going to change just because I think you don't like me, yeah. which is what I would do in the past. Yes. Or like I wouldn't say I will, things. Or actually, I yeah. In the last yeah. year, yeah. definitely Dan's like, I've noticed that because I think we actually mentioned this in one of our episodes. Yeah. I can't remember. It was an earlier one where for me, one thing that I, I really didn't like and mm-hmm. well, I, I mean, nothing extreme, but mm-hmm. like I, I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. We're like, People who have, I guess, a bit more, um, like, direct or upfront personalities. Yeah. Um, I kind of noticed that as well, and it used to piss me off with Dan. Not, yeah. p- not get pissed off at Dan. Yeah. But it was like people knew that, and they would play on it because they're like, "Oh, well, Dan will just go with the flow." Yeah. Whereas I'm like, that's not actually going with the flow. That's just like you being such an asshole that she doesn't want to upset you because yeah. she doesn't want to rock the boat. That's not going with the flow. Yeah. That's you're manipulating her because you know for a fact that she will just go with it not to not upset anyone. Mm. That to me is fucked. So that used to purse me off. <laughs> Or the, and like I would say I'm definitely a go with the flow person, but yeah. people think like I said, that wasn't go with the flow. That's yeah. not chill. That's fucking manipulation. Yeah. Like just, ugh, it used to drive <laughs> me nuts. But definitely in the last year, mm. I think Dan's a lot more, it's not like give a, don't give a fuck attitude. Mm. It's Dan's a lot more just like, no, this is who I am. Knowing my worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You either get on, get on my walker or you fucking get off my walker. Yeah. If you don't want to be here, I'm not going to have a cry about it. Exactly. I mean, I might, but yeah. yeah I'm like, <laughs> come on, let's not lie to them. <laughs> but no. Which is awesome yeah. because nothing's really, ch- well, I mean, not to disregard like the growth you've had, but mm. nothing, you haven't done a complete 360. Yeah. Like that's I'm not what I mean. Person. Exactly. Mm. You've just found your self-worth. Mm. See, I've, I definitely would say 100%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, do you feel happier or, like, do you mm. feel stronger? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this crazy, like, I need to have a complete makeover of who I am. Yeah. 
it's just like you just got to know what it is you are like what it is you stand for mm. who you are mm. you know like what makes you happy what doesn't what what goals you have for a person as a person what yeah. goals you don't have and you just stick with that and yeah. if anyone has any other ideas like it may just be like a misinterpretation on their end I'm not mm. saying everyone's like fucking evil yeah sometimes a simple conversation but it's not a conversation to justify it's a conversation to explain yeah exactly. and then leave it at that they're either on board or they're not yeah and I think the whole thing started when I had you know that big realization oh the that? big one yeah and it all kind of stemmed from there which was so weird <laughs> like, oh, so dad had this like epiphany yeah ages ago and it was like this big epiphany and it was massive it was massive and I mean like like I mean when she sent me the voice memo thing yeah it was like six minutes long and oh, it yeah. was just like six minutes of all this information I was like wait what, what? <laughs> I had to re-listen to it because I was like that's a lot of stuff to unpack and a big a big epiphany to have but yeah. um yeah it obviously did wonders yeah but I think sometimes you've got to also be open to it yeah you know definitely I've always I would say the good thing about me I think with me being the type of person I am is like I feel like at a young age I've always known what I do and don't like this is just who I am yeah I wouldn't say I've had this huge journey Mm. really because I've always just kind of like this is just who I am um and I just if if it's what you think I should be doing then that's your opinion Mm -hmm. it doesn't really impact me unless I'm being like my you know unless I'm being like a naughty kid and my parents are like you need to cut this out yeah you know or like when I went out with this older guy my parents (laughs) my my dad doesn't know well I yeah he will if he listens to this but my mum was like you need to not do that yeah um those are different but yeah yeah, I've never really had this like big journey but one thing I will say like probably being a mum and a working mum is like I've really had to find that balance with I guess other mums yeah or other parents who like have their viewpoints on everything Mm -hmm. and just be like okay with how I'm doing stuff and like the way that my parent like parenting style is and the way that my family situation is because I'm certainly always the youngest mom yeah um and I feel like people think because of that that I'm like I need their advice and I'm like I'm actually a really good mom with a really really intelligent funny child who's really kind so i actually don't need your inputs on how to make him spoil in a brat like your kid yeah um so i i i would say like that's probably for me the only thing i can really think of where i've just i would say it lasted a few months when i started working at my current workplace Mm -hmm. because there were a lot of parents there um and they were I, there was a big age difference and they just automatically thought that i gave a fuck about their opinions and (laughs) i just don't yeah I just don't. You're like, I'm actually doing fine. Thank you. Yeah. And so I just, like, one rule I always had was I just, I didn't, well, I don't tell people about my son at work Mm. because it's not their business. Like, I'm not going to sit here and disclose all these personal details about my child Mm. to connect with you. Like, no, I don't need to do that. Um, So that was, like, one thing. But the other thing, too, was, like, 
I think I I remember this one lady that used to work with us asked why I didn't have a picture of my son up at my desk and I said because he's my son not anyone else's so you don't need to look at him yeah I know what my son looks like I'm at home with him every day I've been (laughs) raising him I don't need to bring a picture if I miss my son I will call him Mm -hmm. if I'm at work I will call him Mm -hmm. after like you know well when he started when I started there when he would finish school Mm -hmm. but they just thought it was weird and I'm like well I don't know maybe you've insecurities about your situation Mm -hmm. or maybe you just enjoy that for me personally my son is not here for you to all Google over, like you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. You don't need to know him. I don't need to advertise like that. My son's now knows how to poo on a toilet. <laughs> like fuck off. Yeah. So with that, I just I would just be like, oh, I don't know. And then after I think like the second time I was asked that, I was like, because it's my child, and I don't need you to sit there and like look at him. Yeah. Really, that's if I want you to know my child, I will share that information. Yeah exactly so I think that was like to me that was like a big self-awareness part like being a parent I feel like it's just like a whole fucking another thing yeah but again like that was another it's the same concept it doesn't matter what part of your life or what the scenario is the concept is essentially the same it's Mm -hmm. like you have to know yourself Mm -hmm. and that journey can sometimes be long and difficult Mm -hmm. it could be short and easy you could know yourself really well right now mm-hmm. but you've got to know yourself to get that self-awareness and again a repercussion of like knowing who you are mm-hmm. and being self-aware is in turn like loving yourself maybe loving is an extreme word for some but mm-hmm. accepting yourself for who you are and that you're worth it yeah like you are worth everything yeah that you know yeah and if you want to change something Mm. that's on you you Mm. make that decision because of a reason like I want to change this about me because I feel like I would be happier and that's something that I find right now doesn't you know it may be something that you're doing Mm. or I'm not feeling healthy or I'm feeling really tired and lethargic like don't do it because you don't do anything because you want to be nicer more submissive more appealing more skinnier yeah or because you see people on social media like oh yeah look like this I want to look like I'm pretty sure like a lot of them probably have shit personality so it doesn't actually fucking matter I'm pretty sure they don't look like that I don't even look like me. Sometimes I wake up, I'm like, that's not who I went to sleep as. Yeah. I'm ah. sorry, who is this? I'm Why just... is she so puffy today? Yeah. yeah. Like, Social media is a ugh. scary place. Shall we have a quick break? Yeah. And then we'll, I guess, jump into like that hole. Okay. 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 <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> oh, it started. <laughs> <laughs> um put together, <laughs> put together podcast i think you guys know that oh. but we're here so social media oh god in this day and age yeah oh uh, it's so it's like we said in like our second episode i think it was uh-huh unfollow people just fucking get <gasps> rid of them or I just did a big cull mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. um so i think like i like unfriended like 400 people on facebook the fact that you had over 400 friends yeah i had a lot um but yeah i like 
I mean, not even know, friends. Exactly. It's it's not equivalent people. to it's just <laughs> fucking people. Yeah. I un- yeah, so I unfriended like four hundred people on Facebook, mm. um, and then I've been like muting people, and then on Instagram, I think I unfriend or unfollowed like fifty people, um. And then yeah, if something pops up, I'm just like unfriend, unfollow. Like if I if I'm not into it, I'm just like I'm over it. I I think there was no real reason I kept them around. I just couldn't mm. fucking be bothered. Yeah. But then I was just like, actually, no, I've had enough. Like with the whole COVID thing, mm. it really kind of set it all in motion for me. Yeah. But just do it, you guys. Who fucking cares? It's social media. Mm-hmm. Like you can still there's this thing. It's called real life. Mm. You can call a text. It's, it's called, called a, a call. Yeah. It's called a seeing people like you know it's sorry sharon some of the stuff you put on facebook if they ask you why you unfollowed them it just it just wasn't for me but like you know that doesn't change anything besides the fact that i just didn't want to see that stuff on my timeline but and if they're too immature to get that then that's fucking on them but it's social media it's not fucking real no and if you see something if you see something that pops up you're like oh yeah i don't like that get rid of it get, or oh that makes me feel bad about myself yeah get rid of it or you see all these perfectly cur- curated oh my god pictures and filters and all this stuff like if you love a filter yeah that's fine and to but be if f- you're constantly using filters yeah. to distort what if you it's look like, like the nose job one mm. and the big it's just like they're cute mm. you know like uh, there's an, i i genuinely don't give a fuck mm. but like yeah, if the, if you're just constantly changing the way that you look on social media, like, why are you doing that? Mm. Like, think about it. Um, it's a good question. It's yeah. not rhetorical. Why? Is it just because, like, I don't know, maybe you want lip fillers and you can't afford them? Like, okay, cool. Or is it because, like, it makes you look better? Yeah. And I did quotation marks. Mm. Better in comparison to all of these influences and what have yous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you need to check it. I, I genuinely, like, I don't care. I love a good filter. Don't get me wrong. Especially the one that makes you tanner. <laughs> <laughs> like, the one with the nose and the lips, it scares me. Because it's not me. I love the ones that give me face tattoos. Because I'm like, oh, that looks cute. Oh, man, love a face tattoo. Oh, I do like the ones that, um, if I'm not wearing mascara, they make mm. you have eyelashes. Because I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I don't need to put on anything. Yeah. But, yeah, if it's, like, making you look like a and if different it's all human. You use, like, you don't. Think about why you're yeah. doing it. And are you doing this to fit into the yeah. societal expectation of what? you should look like you, or what you yeah. should you should have this beautiful clear skin or this you know nose that's skinny yeah. and this defined jaw or like just if why? you're doing it for no other reason than you like it then all good yeah but unless you can say 125 million percent that it is only because you just like the look of it and there is nothing else attached to it then there's something that should be addressed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean we all have insecurities like my nose is crooked as fuck because i've broken it and i've you know it's just crooked yeah my teeth are crooked because i never got braces um like i have a shit ton of freckles Mm. which everyone comments on because i'm a brown person so i don't know if it's like i guess uncommon i don't know Mm. i genuinely don't know my mum has like a lot of beauty spots yeah and some freckles but like i have a lot of freckles if you look closely yeah yeah cute but you don't really see that because i am a brown person Mm. like when i'm 
in summer like you can't really notice them but yeah. then yeah when I'm fairer you can so like that I mean that's not an insecurity to me it's just I honestly get sick of people being like oh my god I never realized you're so many freckles <laughs> I have stretch marks like I pushed a fucking kid out like even if you didn't who cares like yeah. you come into this world a tiny little child yeah. and your body's got to stretch and grow to be an adult exactly stretch marks are normal yeah. I had stretch marks before i had a child mm -hmm. i had stretch marks at my smallest literally the only time i had stretch marks was when i was at my absolute tiniest yeah. and pregnant yeah not when i had weight fluctuations in between that that's what i'm my point being like they're just fucking normal yeah. it, does, it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean oh my god she's do you put know on what gets me whatever is like, that we have like people will put up posts yeah. about stretch marks advocating for stretch marks i know that sounds like why would you have a problem with that i don't i have a problem with the fact that we have to be like yeah. stretch marks are normal that we have to like who fucking cares to even comment yeah and like dimples and like like cellulite i've got a cottage cheese bar like yeah. who cares i have a big ass yeah. i worked hard for it yeah. i had a flat fucking ass i was a, before my child i was literally a fucking toothpick <laughs> i was a door at the back with i had big boobs always so i've always had like you know stretch marks on my boobs yeah. since i was a teenager um and I've worked hard to build a ass in the gym and it's got fucking stimples in it. Literally, <laughs> who gives a rat's ass when yes. I when I don't pose, mm. my face looks nuts. <laughs> Honestly. Like I and none of the shit matters. No. I don't fucking care. No. I couldn't care less. It's, it's just that's Ray. That's Ray. That's Ray. This is Dan. Do I wanna go and put my naked stretch mark body on internet no because i don't put anything personal on the internet <laughs> at all i just don't my mm -hmm. social media is not about like personal intimate stuff because yeah. it's personal yeah. but do i give a fuck if anyone sees that absolutely not could yeah. care less yeah. don't give a shit yeah and when you start to realize that it's just a body yeah it doesn't it's just a vessel yeah your soul your you know your, I was gonna say your insides, <laughs> your your intestinal tract, <laughs> your diaphragm. That's what matters. But it's just a vessel. Like it, it, it really is. Who cares? It's, yeah. Everyone's different. Some people are bigger. Some are smaller. Some are darker. Some are fairer. Yeah. No one's the same. No one's the same. And we we put so much emphasis on it. That's where we have discrimination. We treat people differently because of size, color, the way that they look, their features, their attributes, what they look like, how they walk, whatever. Yeah. It's like we're pieces of shit for doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm like, I, I have, obviously this all of this existed well before social media. Mm. It's always been around. But social media, I feel like we've just pushed this thing where we – now it's everything like mm. nothing is safe like we will discriminate against anyone for like oh my god they have such thin eyebrows like it's just so fucking ridiculous mm. and like why do we care so much about what other people look like also there's the thing that gets me with the whole like you know we treat people a certain way based on what they look like is there's just certain things you can't change about yourself even if they're things that you genuinely were like I want to ch I mean I have no issue with like people getting surgery and mm. anything because I'm like if 
if you have an insecurity mm. and you know that like for yourself this is something that you just aren't happy with mm. and the healthy way for you to go about it is i don't know get lip fillers mm. then who cares because you're doing that for yourself but again we also make people feel like shit for getting lip fillers because they made a decision to make themselves feel better Mm -hmm. so we throw like the word plastic and fake at them it Mm. doesn't actually matter whether it's the way you look currently or the improvements you make on yourself what people will judge you yeah so the moral of that is who actually gives a flying fuck because there are people who can't change the way that they look Mm -hmm. and they will continuously get discriminated against such as the skin color Mm -hmm which is fucking disgusting Mm -hmm. so we we the whole culture of it is just twisted Mm. why well i don't know but the thing that gets me is like we we if we play into it yeah i feel like we take away from like those people a bit that can't do anything about it like their whole life is going to be played out out, kind of outside of their hands because of a physical attribute that they can't change and that has absolutely nothing to do with who they are as a person exactly so it's like you kind of you know if you feed into the culture of like the comparison and whatnot and it's Mm -hmm. um, it feels impossible not to but Mm -hmm. if you do that Mm -hmm. it's we just we can it's like we kind of energize the people that perpetrate that Mm -hmm. That was my tummy. (laughs) I haven't eaten. I'm hungry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, And I think there's, it's just like the color of your skin, the color of your hair, the color of anything, what you look like, the size of your ass, the size of your Mm. arms, the size of your tits. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know what, guys? When when you die, this is a fact, (laughs) your body's going to rot away. No matter what it looks like. It doesn't actually <laughs> fucking matter. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. If you lose a leg, you learn to adapt and live life with one leg. Mm-hmm. You can still live a life. Unle- unless you can't live your life without it, it doesn't actually matter. Unless mm-hmm. it is damaging to other people's lives, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. So me having cellulite doesn't fucking damage anyone's lives. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a misogynistic POS, mm-hmm. then yeah, it might affect you. And in that case, I'd probably try to get more just to piss you off. <laughs> you know, like just to spite you. That's what I mean. I feel like, I feel like internet culture has, well, social media, sorry, has put it's made it even easier to compare yourself and to criticize others and to feel shit about yourself and to develop insecurities you wouldn't have. Yeah. It's, it's meant that everything is up for scrutiny. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what it does is it, because of that, it kind of, it doesn't, I'm not saying that you're like empowering, but it's Mm -hmm. like, it, it just, it continuously gives a space for the misogynistic or sexist or ableist or anybody who can make any determination on someone by a physical attribute. Like it, it it allows that space for them to continue to thrive. Mm -hmm. And that to me is fucked up because it's really hard for you to, for hard for anyone to have a hundred percent confidence in who they are and the way that they look and to not compare. Mm -hmm. But like I said, there's people who, who can't change anything, those things about them that make people treat them the way that they do. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm like, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. 
because they can still, I mean, like you self-comparing, right? If you go on a journey of self-acceptance mm-hmm. and confidence within yourself and, you know, changing things, if you identify it as not healthy or not bringing you happiness and mm-hmm. doing so in a healthy way, you can do that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you don't even have to like love your body or love yourself. No, you just accept. Or you should love yourself. Yeah. You don't have to love your body. You don't have to love everything about. It. You don't have to be like, oh my god, I'm so hot. Like, yeah, I'm not like, oh, these my stomach rolls are just yeah. fucking the best. Yeah. Like, no, it's a body. It is what it is. You can't. There's this thing called like body nutri 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 nutri. <laughs> what? Is that neutrogena? Neutral, like neutral. Like neutrality, new... neutrality, something neutrality? like that. Body neutrality. So it's just like accepting that your body is it, a body. It, it is, it's a body. It functions. It, you don't have to be like, oh my god, I'm so hot, and I love my body, and I love myself. It's a body. It does what it needs to do. It gets you from A to B. It's like a car. Yeah, it's a Honda Civic or a Lamborghini. It yeah. still gets you where you need to go. It just looks a little bit differently. Yeah, and everyone's going to be different, and everyone's going to be. It's yeah. just it's. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I and I th- quite like that because I'm like, it's a body. I don't have to, like, love it. Sometimes I love it and sometimes I don't. And it's just like I don't have to constantly be like, oh, my God. I should look like this person. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it is what it is. It's just it a body. It does a job. Yeah. And that's that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I would say the main thing, though, like, I, I which is, I guess, the side of the topic that I don't really hear people talk about, which is what I'm – had said earlier about Mm. like people's uh, enhancements Mm -hmm. is that you know not comparing yourself and etc I feel like that needs the same needs to be applied to people that do decide to whether it's to get fitter Mm. stronger get in surgical enhancements and stuff that's people doing that they could be the most self-accepting body neutral people who have well this is a vessel Exactly. But I want this yeah. because I want this enhancement and I want this exactly, bit, and that's fine as well. Uh, yeah, I think people look at that as always a sign of insecurity, and that's yeah. just simply not true because then it's like, well, you're just as bad as the people who make you feel like shit. Yeah, or they're doing it to look good for other people no. or better for other people. Like, There's nothing no I've done that is for absolute. Well, I've, I mean, I've, I've not had any surgical enhancements. Mm. I'm not fucking opposed to it. I'd love a good Botox because, God, I frown like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. But you'd do that for you. I'd do that for Nothing I do is for any. Like, me getting a bar is because I just wanted a bar mm. so I could shake it. I want to look at that mirror and go, mm, yeah. It's literally not for anybody yeah. at all. I couldn't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah. I mean, I remember one time one of my family members, um, who's very misogynistic I would say he's probably like the only one I can really think of but he's very misogynistic very sexist very whatever there's a million things I could say to summarize this person and he's got a real thing with like women and weight Mm -hmm. and um I had gone to the gym this was years ago I'd gone to the gym and he was at our house and he had asked like oh what did you do at the gym and I was like oh it was a lower body day and like I work out properly I don't work out to be stick skinny like I used to be I work out to be strong and fit Mm. because my body my vessel has endured a lot like I actually have I've had a lot of I've had a car accident I've um had two 
situations where I've had to be in ICU, one of them was on life support. So my physical vessel, mm-hmm. um, she's a bit creaky. She's a bit <laughs> rusty. Mm-hmm. And so I work out to make it stronger for those reasons. Mm. Anyway, so I said like, oh, it was a lower body day. So I do like a full, I have a full plan that I stick to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a quads and calves day. And he's like, oh, what do you do on those days? So I explained like, you know, I do these exercises. These are my reps. These are my supersets, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't do squats because you've really got quite big legs. And I said, yeah, they're big so I can snap men's necks like yours. <laughs> okay whereas like I've I've heard these conversations with other family members and they've gotten upset and like it's made them feel shit but again like I don't do what anything that I do is not for anybody else um at all like unless when it comes to myself and the way I look I don't give a fuck what you say yeah it's for you do everything for you exactly yeah so I feel like that's the thing is there is a a line to be you have to find a balance like you have to learn to just like I think Dan said is the best way Mm -hmm. it's like it's your body you know some you're gonna have days where you're like ugh, not feeling it some days you're gonna be like oh I'm fucking hot 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 Mm -hmm. um but it's just a body and you can change things about yourself for yourself Mm -hmm. when it's you're in a healthy mindset to do so yes I don't I really don't recommend going on any big journeys and making any big changes if you are not like mentally okay with who you are and the way you look because it can be really damaging when you pair that with like what's going on in the world and the way we look at women in particular these days yeah um but yeah definitely I feel like if you are constantly using filters or you're constantly curating things and you're doing it from a place of one insecurity or two, like to portray a certain image, I feel mm-hmm. like that's when it's a bit, like I said, I love a good filter. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I would say I, I personally don't really like filters that really change the way that my face looks because I that's just gonna fuck with your head after a while yeah. god You're like, oh my god I don't look like that. yeah because it's, <laughs> it is different when you compare yourself to others mm. right because it's like well that that person's completely different like you can have a, a bit of rationality in there where you're like I just physically couldn't look like that because yeah. I'm just not that person (laughs) but when you have the ability to compare yourself to yourself that's Mm. when it's a bit scary but scary yeah um yeah moral of the story your body is your body it's a vessel yeah and just unfollow people that make you have feel and that like it may not be intentional but if that's the feeling you get when you're looking at someone's it's insecurities it's frustration it's comparison if it's not healthy or positive then who fucking cares it's social media yeah i think we need to realize the difference you can spew as much shit on social media as you want Mm -hmm. you can put the perfect image but it's not real life no so it's not that deep just fucking unfollow yeah at this point, I've unfollowed that many people mm-hmm. that the last, like, five times I've gone on Facebook, it's been the same post because <laughs> I have – Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and most of it's, like – Random funny shit? No, it's, like, Northland Police, oh. <laughs> News Hub, um, and then this history page that I follow. Oh, fun. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So everything I'm seeing, it's a bit repetitive now because mm. – 
whatever, but it's none of it's made me get angry or pissed mm. off. So perfect. We love that. Yeah. Mm. So it's just don't do, just unfollow people, guys. Yeah. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Yeah. We're into <laughs> it. It's like we just people think shit's too deep when it's not yeah. that fucking deep. God, yeah. And like, if someone unfollows you. I mean, I'm sure lots of people unfollowed me. Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't put much personal stuff on social media. Like, yeah. even I really don't put son pictures of my son on social media because he's a child, yeah. and like my family will get private pictures and like you know family chats where I update the people that need to. But I don't need a bunch of strangers no. oogling over my kid. No. no, I don't need that. I don't. No, that to me, I don't like that. If you choose to do that, it's fine. Yeah. But I have, um, I would say the things I do share is a lot of stuff about like, please, um, foster this animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, please, the animal. And then I have put up some stuff regarding Lebanon, which is um half of my nationality. And I guess, you know, when you talk Middle East, people get very political. So I'm sure they'd get upset about that. But guess what? I hope you fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope they did unfollow me. So I'm sure lots of people have unfollowed me for that stuff. Exactly. And, like, it's not a personal attack against you. No, I don't care. Like Like I said, I unfollowed my mum for a while on Instagram. Like, (laughs) she wasn't too upset. Yeah, exactly. So just, like, it's all good, you guys. Like, it's about you feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And if something don't make you feel good, don't do it. Don't do it. Which brings us on to the last topic. <laughs> Finger banging. <laughs> Other people or yourself? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you're into. Sorry, guys. I'm hungry. And when I'm hungry, I get, like, a spike in energy. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about self, self-love in a different type of way. Yes. So there's such a stigma around female masturbation, as you will. Oh, it makes it's so weird to me like that if you talk about a guy having a jerk, that's normal. No, it's but you talk about a girl going and you know pleasuring herself. It's like oh my god, what? No. Like literally, you can talk about guys doing a circle jerk, and no one has a fucking issue with it. Yes, I just don't understand why. Why is there this different expectation I for women? Not. It's because we're women. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. The world's against us from when we're born. <laughs> fucking honestly. But I feel like a whole part of the self-love mm. topic um, is like you have to, you know, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. You can't like love yourself in 95, well, you know, that's not the right way to say it. You can't look after 90% of yourself and mm. leave the other 10% just sitting there yeah. not being looked after and exactly. like anything like I, we said at the beginning if you don't know yourself mm. and you don't know your worth how will other people yeah. it's the same thing if you don't know what you're into and you don't know what you like exactly no one else is going to so it's buy that vibrator buy the yeah. butt plug or whatever yeah. whatever you want oh that scares me learn what you love yeah in a sexual way and you've got to know yourself in all orifices <laughs> in all orifices I hate that word uh, you've Orifice. got to yeah that was a weird word but you love yourself in every and to me I just the thing that fucks me off is like why do these even have to be conversations yeah. like you should it shouldn't even be a thing that women have to be like I just don't get the oh stigma around it like yeah I want to pleasure myself well, fuck, you might wake up and be like, 
man, I want to flick my bang. Yeah. And like, who fucking cares? Exactly. And talk about it. I have a partner and sometimes I'm just like, leave me alone. I <laughs> need to be with myself right now. I need to get in touch with my yeah. sexuality. I just feel like. Also, another thing, too, is, like, you've got to know what you like and you don't like. Because, one, if you don't like something, mm. then don't fucking do it in, yeah. in any – so, but also, like, some things you mo- might not like to the point where it makes you uncomfortable. That's yeah. important to know, I feel like. Absolutely. Before you're doing it with someone else because, yeah. you know, you figuring that stuff out yourself mm-hmm. – is like oh okay no didn't like that that yeah. didn't make like that made me feel uncomfortable you figuring that without that out with someone else mm-hmm. it could you know there's I guess different emotions attached so That's like good. all of that stuff is like you know you've got to just you know I this is the way I look at it is that when when it's go time mm-hmm. I know what my playbook is <laughs> exactly I'm like no don't even try it mm-hmm. that's a no go sometimes I'm like oh let's just see where we land see what happens um but also if it's just like you just want to fucking finger bang yourself then do it Mm -hmm. again it's not everything is that deep Mm. um (laughs) (laughs) took me a moment (laughs) but i got it so i i would recommend if people i guess are like not familiar with themselves in mm. a sexual way it's mm-hmm. like maybe just i don't know like you can buy a little toy it doesn't have to be ag- aggressive there's lots of things on the market mm-hmm. um they are very small discreet ones which i feel like aren't going to be as intimidating like a, a little start out yeah moment. a little yeah. like a little bullet little yeah. vibrator mm-hmm. like i don't know you just you they tell you what they do mm-hmm. and they don't say it in a way that's like Ooh. yeah like <laughs> it's, it's a factual way like this is the part that it interacts with this is what it does yeah. this is the options and settings it has yeah um so you know you can read through and be like okay that feels a bit comfortable like it's not as intense i mean mm-hmm. you know there's so you've got fingers you've got fingers there's like i mean i couldn't even try and tell you what they have on the market these days mm-hmm. there's so much it's quite overwhelming yeah but just find something that you think you might like i think some websites though they will do like when you go onto the home page um what's that something can honey love honey love honey or something Mm -hmm. when you go onto the home page i think sometimes they have categories so you might Mm. like you might i guess have a beginner category i don't Mm. know exactly what the wording is but you know so you're going to go to an area where you're not going to get super overwhelmed Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Um, but yeah, just give that a go and just, you know, you might get something can be like, oh, I hated that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, next time, okay, I'll try something different. Absolutely. Just have a play. Have a play. Literally. Literally. Mm -hmm. There's no shame and stigma around it. Well, there is, but not here. Not here. (laughs) Go for gold, sis. Absolutely. Little nipple play, whatever fucking gets you going, honestly. Learn what you love. Yeah it's it is a great stress relief i will say that exactly if you're feeling a bit pent up and you just mm-hmm. need to bleed out some energy and it really it's similar to working out it releases endorphins you also mm-hmm. like it, it, you know it's, it's very good for cardiovascular health mm. I, I mean if we if if you're needing more 
logical reasons as to go do this. I'm giving them to yeah, you. Yeah. Very good for cardiovascular health. Um, mm-hmm. I presume it would be good for the nervous system because it have a good sleep afterwards. Oh, you sleep better. The best mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good stress relief. Mm. And you feel great. You feel great. Mm. You know, and sometimes depending, like, I mean, whether you're into guys, girls, or nothing in between, yeah. or everything in between, um, sometimes you just don't want to deal with all that drama. No. no. So you've got to, you it's know, so empowering. You, you want to make yourself feel good somehow. Mm-hmm. Who better to rely on than you? Exactly. Come on. Absolutely. So have a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's all a part of the self-love, you guys. Yeah. Um, Love thyself. Yeah. But, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been... Been a journey. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, message us on Instagram, Flourishing and Clueless. Yes. Um, if you have any questions, if you need any advice on yeah. vibrators, oh, we're here. We've, we can... We're well-versed. Yeah. We are experienced. So, so yeah. But uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.